What's up, everybody? Thanks for stopping by for another episode of The Compass Rose. I'm going to try something a little bit different today. I've been throwing around the idea of doing a weekly episode on the podcast, just sort of recapping current events on a global, national, and local level. So, without further ado, let's jump right into it. The Guardian newspaper states that President Biden has recently agreed to a substantial gas deal with the EU in hopes of stifling the Kremlin's hold on Europe. Uh, Apparently, Russia is currently Europe's main supplier of gas. I suppose the idea behind this is if we can make Europe less dependent on Russia's supply of natural gas, it could potentially lead to a substantial drop in financial resources available to the Kremlin to further fund its evasion of Ukraine. The basic breakdown of this agreement is as follows. The U.S., along with other nations, will increase their export of liquefied natural gas to Europe by 15 BN cubic meters this year, with larger shipment volumes being promised in the future. With this comes a stipulation of the EU increasing climate control efforts, switching to cleaner energy, and things of that nature. But there is definitely still a lot of work to be done to make this agreement a real possibility. For example, Germany, which is Europe's largest economy, doesn't even have any liquid natural gas terminals. It makes it kind of hard to become less dependent on Russian resources and make the export of liquefied natural gas from other nations a viable remedy when the largest economy in Europe doesn't even have a way to accept said exports. All in all, I think this could be a good diplomatic solution to hinder the Kremlin's war efforts in the long term, which would also be beneficial to the U.S. and other nations supplying the liquefied natural gas, I would assume that it could be uh, helpful to the economy for all involved and build allies for when this possibly turns into World War III. Yeah, I I say that only half-jokingly. Kind of scary. Speaking of kind of scary, Kim Jong-un. Need I say more? Good old North Korea is at it again. North Korean state TV recently released a video for a test launch of a massive intercontinental ballistic missile. But this video was straight up done in bad 80s movie montage style. I'm sure you could do a simple YouTube search and see for yourselves, but it's, uh, it's pretty comical. Frightening, but comical. I mean, it has all of the cliches of a bad action movie from the 80s. Cheesy, upbeat soundtrack. Kim Jong-un is decked out with a black leather jacket and some aviator frames. A bunch of hilarious quick cuts of Kim and his generals checking the time on their watches leading up to the launch. The crescendo is a classic dramatic countdown leading to the launch of the missile. This is yet another attempt by North Korea to show its power, and it really is disturbing. The video shows just how Looney Tunes that country really is. Add that with the knowledge that they have weapons capable of mass destruction, and it leaves quite the unnerving feeling in the pit of your stomach. You know, I half-heartedly joked about the possibility of World War III breaking out earlier, But with this happening, with Putin invading Ukraine, and the fact that he basically flat-out threatened nuclear war to anyone that interferes, pepper in this nonsense from North Korea happening within the same time frame, and it begins to feel eerily reminiscent in a way to how World War II began to unfold. Alright, enough of the impending global apocalypse. Let's move on to some local news here in Northern Ohio. The Sandusky Register reported this week on the potential of a medical marijuana dispensary coming to Perkins Township. 
A dispensary did win the lottery drawing with the state of Ohio to be located in Perkins. So it's not so much a matter of if, but when. As with anything involving legal cannabis use, there are a plethora of different permits and hoops this dispensary will have to jump through before this comes to fruition. You know, it's kind of crazy to me that there is still so much stigma surrounding this topic. The health benefits have been proven time and time again, with so many states already legalizing recreational use to boot. I get that it needs to be done right, proper permits, being up to code, and things of that nature. But other than that, just legalize it on a national level and be done with it. It's kind of funny to me. I guess um, Perkins Township at one time had a moratorium, which just basically means a ban on medical marijuana dispensaries within the township. According to the register, the ban was lifted back in October. Why, do you ask? Well, if you ask me, it's simple. Taxes. They want that money. In the end, it's about the almighty dollar. They probably took a look at the two existing dispensaries in Sandusky and were like, hey, I want in on some of that revenue. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out and in what type of time frame it will be. So now we're going to go from the legal side of the ganja to the illegal side of things. The Norwalk Reflector reported on the arrest of a man trafficking drugs. I'm not really a big fan on how they worded the headline. The way it reads leads you to believe this guy was out slinging dope in front of a school. Which initially bothered me because this school in question is where my son attends preschool. But after reading the article, the man lives across from the school. And that is where the arrest and seizure of the narcotics took place. I guess you could argue that since he lived in such close proximity to the school, that it could have possibly put children in harm's way. I think uh, a drug deal gone bad or something of that nature. But more than likely, I feel if he was basing his operation out of his home, which it does seem like that is the case, because according to the article, police were tipped off by concerned citizens. This means neighbors probably saw a lot of activity of people coming and going from the residents in short intervals, which is a pretty obvious red flag. So with that being said, I don't feel like our children were ever put in any kind of danger if something were to ever go south, I imagine it would have happened within the confines of the home. Uh, the police department ended up seizing two kilos of marijuana, a couple hundred suspected ecstasy pills, a little less than a grand in cash, and various narcotic paraphernalia. The article cites this is uh, part of an ongoing investigation with additional charges still pending. Now look, am I a little bothered about the close proximity to the school? Sure, I mean, you never know what could happen. But am I really up in arms about the weed? Mm. The ecstasy, sure, I get it. That can be dangerous. Um, but at least there was no heroin or fentanyl involved, which is the real issue plaguing this community as far as drugs go. Maybe worry a little less about someone peddling a little bit of cannabis and focus more on getting the heroin and fentanyl off the streets. You know, the things that are actually killing people? <sighs> Anywho, so there you have it. This has been your week in review. If you guys enjoyed this format and want me to make it a regular thing here on the podcast, by all means, let me know. Drop me a line on the Facebook page. You can just search the Compass Rose podcast or send me an email to the Compass Rose 84 
at gmail.com. I'd love to hear back from you. Listen, enjoy your weekend. Relax and recharge so you can hit the ground running next week. And until the next one, cheers. Thank you.